to Blue Color Love. And Aaron, I hate it when you cry. I hate it when you're tired. My name is and Samuel. I, and I'm Aaron. And you, as you know, my talent's an acquired taste. <laughs> that it is. Mm. Um, so we are coming back from our, our mini hiatus month or whatever we've been off air to uh, talk about Starfly 59's I Win EP. After the yeah. holidays, after all the snow, all the time with the family, all the food, it's back to the yeah. grind. Back to, back, back to that blue-collar love. That's right. Um, and I'm excited about this EP, because I feel like this EP is the start of the new air of Starfly for tonight. I've talked a little bit about how, my, uh, how I think Starfire's discography stacks up very nicely in sets of three. So you have his first three albums are Shoegaze, air then he has the pop albums of um leave here a stranger everybody makes mistakes in fashion Paris. Mm-hmm. and then he has the experimental albums where you know you have old portuguese blues and um why is my brain forgetting talking, talking voices versus, and they're all wildly different and kind of experiments into different genres now i feel like we're getting to the next era starfire where um he's kind of settling into a more permanent band uh, we got uh, steve Dahl on bass and uh oh who's the drummer's name i cannot think of his name trey manning trey manning and these guys are basically his band for the next what five ten years something like that so um, I think this kind of moves into a new era Starflyer. I'd call it the indie rock air, maybe. So yeah. I'm excited moving forward. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, I don't have much to add to that. I mean, you set it up nicely, other than this was the EP that came out um, before the My Island album album in 2006. Um, T Monks also is on this album, and Josh Dooley also plays. Um, and yeah, I bought this album at this point in my life. I was 100% Starfire band. Favorite was my favorite band. So anything that came out, I got, I don't know where I got it from. It's on Bad Out Records, um, which I'm not even sure is still around. Um, but yeah, I got it. I've been listening to it since then. I always forget about it. I don't listen to it a lot. I have to re-listen to it for this um, for the show because yeah, like it just gets lost in the cracks sometimes. But every time I listen to it, I enjoy it. What about you, Sam? What do you think? Well, I just um, this one I always knew about, but never had a chance to listen to because it's not available digitally. However, I was gifted a, a Christmas present this December by a really nice feller and uh of this cd so i've been i've listened to it a few times as a complete set and really enjoyed it it's been fun and it has one of the coolest i think the coolest starfire cover of all the releases this would look great on vinyl hint 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 if we can get that out there (laughs) dude that would be that would be rad on vinyl like it looks like it's supposed to be a vinyl cover just glancing at it it does it does it does it really does or at least an art print to be on the wall yeah. I mean, so, and if, we, if we don't get this on vinyl anytime soon, um, I'll quote the back of this CD. It says, we will b- bomb the shite out of whoever doesn't allow this to be on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Nice. So random. I love that it's up there. <laughs> I want to get uh, the original silver release on physical copy because it has like artwork inside it. Like all this yeah. crazy artwork that. Oh, yeah. It's really cool looking. It, it is. It's beautiful. So I guess we can go ahead and jump into this, Sam. Yeah, let's just do this. Um, we'll start with the title track and um, the uh, the single from this EP that would also appear on the My Island EP or the My Island album. Yeah. Um, I'll actually first start this one off a little bit. The music video. Yes. Um, this may have been one of the last Starflyer 59 music videos, I think. I'm pretty sure it is. I, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> it's genius. I love it so much. Um, I just, I want this band. Okay, so for those that maybe, for whatever reason, don't know, um, in the I Win music video, Jason Martin does not appear. Uh, nope. Steve Dow does not appear. Instead, <laughs> um, Brandon Ebel hired someone to hire a whole bunch of photogenic young kids to some be, teenage boys <laughs> to be Starflyer 59, quote unquote. Um, in the music video and it's hilarious and brilliant and now i want these guys to just kind of come back in new music videos as starflyer for nine and be like the gorillas <laughs> i don't know how that wasn't an idea you, sh- you should be in marketing sam that would have been great so that all the people who came to those 30 minute starfire shows would be doubly disappointed to see instead of four good-looking young pubescent boys <laughs> Some haggard, road weary adult men. <laughs> it's great. I love it so much. Uh, so the music video is hilarious, um, but also like it's very two thousands music video. Like it's a two thousands emo music video. There is indie music, I guess. I don't know, but um, if you didn't know that wasn't Starfire Fifty Nine, you'd probably just be okay. It's an interesting music video, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving into the song itself, the line "My talents and acquired taste," which you used to open up, cracks me up. Um, but the rest of that part goes: "My talent is a, an acquired taste. What you say when you've passed the train." I feel like this is really telling of Jason's feelings regarding his music at the moment. Um, he's just like, "I give up." ever being popular the the dream is dead i'm just going to work for my trucking company and i'm gonna make music that makes me happy and screw everything else and it, it's kind of sad and inspiring at the same time to see someone just pursue something knowing there's no monetary value in it there's no social like there's not going to be like legions of fans just i want to pursue this even though i know it's going to get me nothing almost <laughs> So I think that is a really cool lyric. And the music itself, um, I love the surf rock inspired kind of wall of sound. Um, It sounds totally poppy in the context of Starfire. If you put it up anywhere else, probably wouldn't sound poppy. But within the context of Starfire, totally poppy, surf rock song. Um, This might be the most surf rock we've gotten since like silver or gold. Probably gold, I would say. and I love it. It's a in a just world. This would have been the breakthrough single that 
catapulted Starfly 59 to stardom. This would have been their number one hit. And everyone, if nothing else, they would have been a one-hit wonder. But it didn't happen. We don't live in a just world. We just have this amazing song. Aaron, what do you think? Um, just one thing about the video. Um, when I first saw it in 2006, I thought it was hilarious, too, because I knew it wasn't Starfire for 59. I didn't know what was going on, but I loved it. Um, uh, so this is um, four-star song. Um, it's the best song on this EP, clearly. Um, second best on my island, but we'll talk about that some other time. But um, I love the sporadic drum intro. The guitars are amazing throughout. Like you said, surf rock, very infectious. The guitar breakdowns after he says I-W-I-N, and it's like the little guitar um, lines there, amazing. Um, those glimmering key keyboards are marvelous. This is pop perfection. I'm with you. How the song's not a hit, I don't know. I remember watching this. I'm going to say like on VH1 MTV, something, I, I don't know, some type of music channel. I was just like, oh, this is going to be their Jaws of Clay Flood. Because, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just a, it's a great pop song. And whenever I introduce somebody to Starfire 59, this is the song I play. This or Underneath, depending on the person. If they're, if they're kind of a weird person like me, I'll go with Underneath. But an average person, I'll, I'll give them this. Um, the drums are heavy, the guitar sore. This is just one of these songs, one of the songs I can listen on repeat. I never get sick of this song. And of course, the line, my tights and a tired quace. I, I think online or I read that line goes, my tights and a quiet taste. That's just what you say when you miss the train. But who knows what Jason's actually saying? That's how I interpret it and how I read it. And I think he's probably talking to his wife for the same reason you're saying. She, she knows he's making this music, devoting this time, and it doesn't take. A, a, a fool it doesn't take a wise man to see this at this point he's not gonna make the billboard top 40 and i think that line is uh homage to his wife must still encouraging him because yeah he's probably just doing this for art although he would say he's never doing it for art because you know he doesn't believe in art but <laughs> i think that's probably what he's doing it for so yeah four star song best song up here great way to start the ep next up that we is have... in... Go ahead. okay it is insane that both Jason and Ronnie have had interviews so they're like, yeah, art doesn't exist. We're just, we're just workmen who have yeah. perfected our craft. Yeah. And like, they are both like the artist's artist. Yeah. <laughs> but that is insane. what art is though. That is what art is though. You know, like when Michelangelo um, did David, the sculpture, I think it was Michelangelo, right? I mean, he just didn't, he had to perfect that. Like he did so many other sculptures. Like if you look at his um, work, it's similar. You know, as he went over, he he perfected the art and craft <laughs> of popular music. It's what they've done. So, yeah, you're a craftsman if you're an art art. If you're an artist, you should be anyway. If you're a good one. <laughs> All right, T Aaron, tell me about White Fog. We had tons of that to hear today in Virginia. I don't know what's going on, but um, I'm glad it's clearing up. Oh, you're talking about the song. Okay. Um, it is my fourth favorite song on this album. Or oh, EP, sorry. Single, basically, really. Two and a half stars. I call this the theme domedry 2.0. Chunky guitar chords. Um, what sounds like a smoke machine in the background of the music. And then it's like the, the rhythm, the beat is thick and slow. And it all comes together to create a musical white fog, which, I mean, I imagine... That's what they were going for, hence the title of the song. Um, but when I listen to this song, I imagine myself having a hot cup of 
oolong tea at an outside cafe on a cloudy day that's kind of a little chill in the air. Um, and it's way too short, though. I would want this to be a lot longer. Um, but since it's so short, you know, two and a half stars for me, but an enjoyable listen every time. What do you think, Sam? Um, I wish he had plugged in his old pedal board and turned this into a, a shoegaze song. Mm, this yeah. would have been a great shoegaze song. Yeah. Uh, it's all doom and gloom um, that we're used to from this band, right? Like, mm. I, you don't listen to Jace, you don't listen to Starfire 59 to feel happy. Um, it's just not what you do. Um, so this this track sounds like the intro to like a cowboy movie is what it makes me think. So not Oolong Tea, but like the intro to like some weird sci-fi cowboy film, mm. but not Cowboys versus Aliens because who gotcha. likes that? Gotcha. But like a Westworld or something. I can see that. So it's almost impressive how short this song feels. Um, I think there's two kinds of short songs. There's a short song that you get done with it and you're like, it could have been shorter. And there's a short song that you get done with and you're like, I kind of want to listen to that again. Yeah. This one falls in the latter category for me where I'm always like, you know, I kind of want to listen to that again. It was so short. Yeah. So it's a, it's a yeah. good, solid piece of instrumental. And I will say, too, just uh, something you said earlier. Um, yeah, you're not listening to Starfire to be happy, but you're not necessarily listening to be sad either. It's kind of more like, you know, like blue car music. It's like your, your day. Some songs, you know, they're poppy islands. Some are sad. You know, it's housewife love songs. Some, you know, you're, you know, you're in love, your company. So it's like he does a job of like covering the whole gamut of human emotion and not so much happy as much, but there's happy in there too. <laughs> Oh, your company. You mean the best closer to an album Oh, my ever? gosh. All right. Next up, we have Family Line. Sam, what you got? <laughs> All right. Um, this song is back to the surf rock, but it's tropical this time. I didn't know Starfire 59 could be tropical, but if there was ever, like... Uh, coconut uh, trees, man. Come on. Like, Yeah, well, we haven't gotten coconut trees yet. That's true. You know? That's true. Fair. So this is the first time I ever hear Starfire 59 hanging out on a Hawaiian beach instead gotcha. of a because I feel like all the other beach songs are always a gloomy, foggy winter day beach. This feels like it's, you know, the middle of July beach. Totally different feeling. I don't know. I mean, some of those Americana surf songs, um, they were very summery to me. Like, so you think you're radical? I, I imagine myself just on a warm July beach in that song. Mm, I'm weird, though. Whatever. <laughs> so, we got tropical surf rock, but it's filtered through some lo-fi speakers mm -hmm. and blue-collar stress. That's this song. If you can take surf rock and filter it through blue-collar stress, that's this song. Um, this this is a Starflyer 59 song. Like, it's... If someone says, well, what's Starfire 59 all about? Like, how what, how do I understand them? Just play this song. Um, you know, it has, it's driving, regretting, um, and just a second mention in this very EP about missing trains. It's just the prototypical song, um, lyric-wise. Totally enjoyable listen, if not a teensy bit forgettable maybe i don't know still totally enjoyable and listenable i like it 
Okay. Um, this is my third favorite song on this album, EP. I keep calling it an album. Um, I don't think it fits, and it's where you should say that, a typical Starfire song, because I don't think this song fits on any Starfire album. So I guess this is the perfect place for it, because you're right. Um, I don't know. It's like, where did the song come from? Because, like, yeah, at this point, no tropical music. And then it's like a lo-fi somewhere over the rainbow or something it's weird um is this a lost pony express song that this sounds more like a pony express song than starfire song to me um but the groove is great the rhythm section is you know tight as usual um um I, and you mentioned the, the that effect that's on the that tone that's on the guitar i love it it's i don't know what it is but it's like a fuzzy warm inviting and if you listen to pull up the words on this and it talks about, I mean, a person realizing they have to take over the family's business. I mean, and um, this year, well, last year, 2021's release of Vanity, Starfire's In Search of Vanity album um, came, if you got one of the editions, editions came with a Tidal Wave magazine. And in it, Jason does has an interview and he talks about like. He doesn't, in is a line where he says he doesn't think that the fans understand just how literal his songs are. And he gives an, an example of that in a song, which I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. But with that interview in the back of my mind, when I read these lyrics, I'm just like, he wasn't lying. And since then, I've been listening to the songs, um, listening to the lyrics through that, that lens. And all those cryptic lines kind of make a little more sense now. It's like, okay, stop trying to just, what is this literally saying? And it makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, so that was very helpful. Um, I think that's about all I got to say about this. Three stars, my third favorite song on this EP. You got anything else, Sam? Well, even though, so first off, when I say this is a prototypical Starfire song, I meant lyric-wise. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. But second thing, I think... While, yes, there is a bit to he just literally means what he says, like, there's, like, he has flat out said before, like, some of the lines in his songs are just, like, ripped from, like, a a Visa commercial, right? Yeah, that he was listening to or a conversation that out of context makes no sense, like, put your pockets in the drawers. That would probably say in a conversation that makes sense in what he's trying to say, but we don't have the conversation to funnel that through, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But what I think is kind of cool, and this applies to all art, if you're honest, um, it kind of transcends that every day. So what I feel like it does is that really cool thing where, you know, there's slice of life books from the 1800s. Yeah. Where they are doing things, just, you know, having a tea party or whatever. And for them back then, that would have just been an everyday life for them. They just would write it like, oh, that was entertaining. But we read exactly. it now and we're like, oh my goodness, this reflects the post World War II yeah. attitude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's kind of what this music does. It's everyday life that reflects a much wider society. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think it 100%. I agree. All right. Last song here. Um, I'll go ahead and lead off on this one. WS okay. 2005. Yep. Uh, apparently someone asked Jason to write the most depressing wedding song possible. <laughs> oh, yeah. This story is great. <laughs> so, wedding song 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't stand out to me, sadly. I don't know. I just... Um, you get to hear some piano, which I feel like we haven't gotten in a while. Um can't have a wedding song without a piano. <laughs> huh? can't, 
Can't have a wedding song without piano. <laughs> I know, right? But it doesn't, like... I don't know, it doesn't scream wedding song to me. It, like... Also, though, even beyond that, it just... It's probably the most forgettable song for me on this whole entire EP. Um, like, I can see why this was a B-side. Yeah. So, I don't have a lot to say about it, honestly. That's why we decided to go first. That's fine. Um, that's, yeah, it is. I mean, so somebody asked Jason Martin to write a wedding song. First of all, the person that has to know they're not getting a wedding song, you know you're not getting a wedding song. So, I'm, I'm imagining the most hipster wedding ever. PBR everywhere. <laughs> People wearing tuxedos with tennis shoes, and this and this is exactly the song they probably wanted because this is not a traditional wedding song, obviously. Um, to me, this is another fog-inducing song. Um, the piano is welcomed. Yes, like you said, we haven't got piano from Jason in a while. Um, I think this is underrated. The, the most underrated gem on the CP is my second favorite song. I win. If this I win wasn't up here, this song would be the best. Um, we get a little lounge fire, which, you know, you love, Sam. I'm surprised you don't like this as much. Of course, hand claps at the end. You know how I feel about Starfire and their use of um, um, hand claps. The emotive backgrounds make it more eerie and more depressing. Um, it's such a it's such, such a sad California song. At the 2 minute 13 second mark, there's a keyboard swell. It sounds so great. It's like the one part that sounds like it could be part of a wedding song. Um, the outro to me is very everyone but me good i mean it doesn't i mean yeah it reminds me of that song it's not as good as everyone but me but it's a great outro three and a half stars it's a great song sam get your life together man <laughs> well so i'm going to do a shameless plug here okay. i've been listening i i run another podcast where i talk about pop music and we just got done reviewing like a slew of wedding power ballads so like everything I do, I do for you by Brian Adams, you know. Oh gosh! Oh, gosh. <laughs> so like my brain's stuck over in that mode. Got you. <laughs> well, the for real, for real. If I was having a wedding and there was going to be a wedding song, and I had to choose an '80s ballad or this. I'm picking WS 2005 every time. <laughs> That's fair. I believe that. But I'm a weird hip student, right. so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run down uh, our nine our nine point rating yeah. system. Yeah. Uh, music, I give this a two. Um, Starfire's okay. like I Brandon Ebel said something when we interviewed him. He said, you know, I think Jason Martin's a genius. Yeah. And I agree. He is a musical genius. Um yeah. where I think I don't I almost wonder if Jason Martin's gonna be one of those people that very little critical success while he's alive, but then he's going to die and someone's going to uncover him and he's going to like inspire mm -hmm. an entire generation. Yeah. 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 Like I can see that happening with him. Yeah. yeah. So um, music, I give a solid, solid two. I almost yeah. want to give it higher, but I'll stick with two. Yeah. Uh, lyrics. I give a one and a half. None of these lyrics overly impress me other than like I win. Yeah. I think it's pretty fun. And family lines kind of interesting. Um, overall, I give this a one and a half. This EP isn't essential, but it's fun, and yeah. it exists, and I'm happy. So <laughs> I give this EP a five out of nine. Not, like, amazing, but pretty good. 
So now from this point on, um, I actually know starting back with uh, Portuguese and the Portuguese blues and going forth, the problem with Jason's music now is the problem I have with Prince's music. So when you rate the music of Jason or Prince, you can rate their music just independently compared to the field of musicians that are out there or compared to their body of work. So in the context of Jason's work, this I Win EP is going to be lower in his catalog. But if you compare this EP to what's out there in the general public, this is going to be way higher. So it's like, which where do you go? And that's the dilemma I have here. So I guess the, so. So going forth, I just want to put a caveat. I'm doing the rating of within the Starfire catalog since this is a Starfire podcast and not to the whole world. So some of these going forth are going to be low. But remember, this is con- compared to Leave Here a Stranger, Everybody Makes Mistakes, Americana, I'm old, you know. So it doesn't mean these are terrible songs. It's just they're not on that level. So with that said, I agree with you. The music would be too for me for Starfire. Rest of the place compared to everyone else, the music's three. It's amazing. Lyrics, I'm with you, one, and then um, longevity, two. Um, I think, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of torn because um, they're, it doesn't sound dated, but they're not strong, memorable songs like I Drive a Lot, you know? So it's kind of hard, but I'll give us a, a two as well. Um, so overall, I'm with you, five out of nine as well for this. Rock on. Guys, that has been our review of I Win. Um, and, and we I have a lot of... We've won, I hope you feel like we've won with this this episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts. Uh, you know, harass Aaron on Facebook about why all his opinions are wrong. Especially when it comes to your company. Why he's totally wrong about that song. Don't don't come with don't come with thin skin though when you do. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure Aaron logs his personal account and not the blue collar account when he replies. Uh, so I'm excited um, to be back from my hiatus. We actually have a lot of exciting things planned. Like we have a lot of things planned for the next few months. So just buckle in, guys. Yeah, we're gonna go hard this year. We're gonna go real hard and. But like always, we appreciate you listening. Um, once again, I'm Aaron. And my name is Samuel. And Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, this has been a Brothers King Media production.